Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to build relationships, earn trust, land the deal, and change lives to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, John Shookman, and I am so thankful to have you with me for today's episode. So on today's episode, we are talking about how the status quo is not always the way it should be. And I've shared with you about a great friend of mine who works in a local business and is a mentor to me, and he works in the area and is one of the higher-ups within a company. And every few weeks, we get together, and he is coaching me and giving me advice on things that I can do in my real estate business that he is also doing in his business. And while it's not real estate, it's a similar business that can apply to my business and help me have success. During one of our most recent meetings, we were talking about his company and how they were not really adapting with the times and were not really growing and serving the needs of the people around them. They were not doing what needed to be done to get their products in the hands of their clients. For instance, when he started working for the company, he started doing things like social media, marketing, YouTube videos, all these different things that the company had never done, and they really put up a fight with him at the beginning because they didn't think that these things would help their business grow. Now, they finally did allow him to bring some of these new things to the business, but during one of the recent meetings with me, as he was sharing about the growth that has happened at the company since his arrival, He said that when he started making changes, he did get a lot of pushback. What he had to tell people was that the status quo is not always the way it should be. This quote really resonated with me in so many different ways, but especially as I think about real estate and my real estate career. If you've been in real estate for any length of time, you know that there are some things that are done that you're just like not understanding why they do it that way. Maybe your broker does things a certain way and your team leader does things a certain way. And maybe they don't even have an answer. Maybe they just say that they just do it because that's always the way it's been. Maybe they say it's always been the status quo. (laughs) And the more my friend and I talked about this, the more we talked about how various companies that do not adapt and change with the times will fail and will not have success. We shared a few different funny examples at our lunch about recent companies over the years that have done things like this. One of the first things that came to our mind was Netflix and Blockbuster. So years ago, Netflix was trying to raise capital. And it was so funny researching this story a little more for the podcast. Because in September of 2000, Netflix went to Blockbuster. Basically, Netflix was at a point where they needed to raise more capital. And so they offered to sell the company to Blockbuster for $50 million. Now, of course, that was a lot more money than it was today, but $50 million in September of 2000 compared to what Netflix is worth now would have been a steal. Netflix is now worth over $30 billion. And as we all know, Blockbuster has gone bankrupt. Imagine if the CEO of Blockbuster at the time, Barry McCarthy, had not laughed at the idea but had actually taken them up on it. Imagine how much the industry could have been changed. We would not even know of Netflix. We would know it as Blockbuster On Demand or something like that. But we all know Blockbuster then went bankrupt and Netflix is a booming company and continues to grow and build equity in their company. Not only did the Blockbuster CEO laugh at the proposal, 
But they later said that movies had no future streaming. They thought that people wanted to rent movies at home or go and see the movies in theaters. So they did not buy it. And we all know how that works now. I don't know many people who even own many movies. I know that I have converted a lot of my movie collection to digitally owning them or just having them on Netflix or Amazon or whatever it is. And I've gotten rid of so many of my DVDs or Blu-rays or whatever they are. So it is hilarious and we can laugh about it now. But imagine, in hindsight, what the CEO of Blockbuster would have done. I would bet you that they would have certainly bought Netflix for that $50 million. Imagine the change that we could have seen within Blockbuster had they taken that deal. They were so caught up in the fact that they had always had success in the movie business, just with physical copies, that they couldn't even look a few steps in front of them and see that streaming movies might be the future. I think about many other companies that have gone through the same sort of things. Sears, Bonton, Boscovs. I shared this previously, but I grew up working at Sears. That was my first job. I worked in the hardware department. And when I worked there from the time I was about 16 years old to 19 years old, it was definitely not even close to its former self. Sears used to be the biggest name. They had a catalog and you could order so many different things from there. Not just tools or clothes, but so many different things. Well, what happened? What did they do? What happened to Boscovs? Why did these places not survive? Well, they were so stuck with the status quo that they did not adapt with the times. Over the years, we have seen the standard shopping mall die. And so many of these stores were cornerstones in the shopping mall. I know that at the mall I worked at, there was a Sears on one end and a JCPenney on the other. So when these companies saw the shopping mall start to die, what did they do about it? Well, nothing. They had been Fortune 500 companies for so long and so many years that instead of thinking about what was next in their business and how they could grow, they just stood with the status quo. They kept doing the same thing. And each year and year, their profits diminished. And each year and year, they got closer and closer to going out of business. And many of these big companies like JCPenney, Boscovs, Sears, have done this. So what is the lesson here from Blockbuster and Netflix and even Sears, JCPenney, Boscovs, all these big stores that are going out of business? The lesson is that if we cannot adapt, we will not survive. In 2006, Sears profited $53 billion. Now again, this was nothing compared to what they were worth years and years before, but they were still very profitable. That same year, Amazon, which was 12 years old at the time, only profited $2 billion. Today, of course, we know that Sears is basically bankrupt, while Amazon profited $167 billion dollars last year. What was the difference? In 2006, Amazon was a tiny little company only making a couple billion dollars and Sears was making over 50 billion dollars. What changed and the difference was that Amazon adapted with the times. I think we all know that Amazon has really changed the entire way we shop. I sometimes laugh about it because I think I get upset when I'm ordering from someplace that is not Amazon and I will not have my package in two days. Amazon has certainly changed the industry, and so many of us have Amazon Prime. 147 million people had Amazon Prime in 2021. 
And so even if we take $100 per person times 147 million, that is $14 billion that they are making on Amazon Prime. So they provide a value and a service by giving us two-day shipping and free things that we can stream and all those sorts of things. And it has created a profit of over $14 billion. Amazon certainly knew the way to get to the consumers. They changed their business model and they have just changed the process for how consumers plan to buy things. And with the subscription service, they make almost $15 billion a year on this. Why didn't companies like Sears or Boscovs think of something like that? They were so content with the status quo that they never thought about what's next. Imagine if Sears or Boscovs or JCPenney had started something like this right before Amazon was started. Imagine the success that they could have had and think of how they could have been so much more successful and so much more profitable. So the reason I went on for 10 minutes about Amazon and Sears and Boscovs and all that is because I really want you to think about this in your real estate business. Imagine the success that we could have in our real estate business if we stopped just doing what the status quo was. It just makes absolutely no sense. What are the things that you are just doing because you've always done it? What are the things that realtors or brokers have just done for so long that make absolutely no sense? What are some examples? I'll give you a brief example. Now, again, this was obviously before my time in real estate, but did you know that years ago, every single piece of paper for a real estate transaction was exactly that, on paper? There was no such thing as dot loop or DocuSign or anything like that. It was all paper. There were forms that you had to fill out with a pen and that was just how it happened. When your deed got transferred, they did it on a piece of paper. Now what would have happened if someone would have never signed it correctly or it got lost or something like that? I don't know. I still deal with some clients who will say, oh, I don't want to sign things digitally or anything like that. And I say to them, well, what would happen if the document gets lost? or something like that, we have no record of this being signed. You have to think about this in your business. Maybe you are using something that is certainly old school and is just the status quo, but it doesn't need to stay that way. What I do know is that if you want to have success in your business, you cannot be comfortable with the status quo. The status quo does not always have to be the way that things are and the way that things stay. If you want to have success, like my friend who works at this local company, You have to be willing to think outside the box, be willing to make changes in your business, be willing to do what he did and try something new. Maybe that means do some things that are a little risky, but if you want to have success, you have to do something different. There are dozens, if not hundreds or thousands of real estate agents, and there are realtors who will take that work and give your client a great experience if you don't want to do it. If you don't want to try something new and think outside the box, for how you can do something different and serve your client's needs better, I promise you there is a realtor out there that will. So if you want to have success, you have to be willing to push back against the status quo. Things should not just stay the same just because how we have always done them. You have to be willing to try something different. The status quo does not always have to be the way that it is. And that quote from my friend has really been something that I've thought about and has been something I've been processing for a few weeks now. The status quo isn't always the way that it should be. As I think about this in my business, I think about what the status quo is. How can I do something different? 
How can I use this to help my business grow and develop? How can I do this to be a different type of realtor and create more success in my life and in my business? How can I use these things and these ideas and thoughts and the failures of others to create more success than the people that are just comfortable in the status quo? I don't want to be the realtor that ends up being comfortable and ends up like Boscovs or JCPenney or Sears. They will go out of business. These realtors will not survive and will be one of those 87% of realtors that do not last five years. If you want to be successful, you have to be willing to take a risk. You have to be willing to make some changes. The status quo does not always have to be the way that it should be. So I hope that this episode has been helpful for you and I hope you can think about this in your business. Where can you change the status quo and how can you create more success from doing that? I hope that this is helpful to you and you can learn some things in this episode to make your business more successful and not always stick with the status quo. With that, I'll see you guys on our next episode. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. If you know of anyone who would benefit from these messages, please spread the word. For more, you can visit us at therealestatesurvivalguide.com. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode. Until then, keep putting in the effort. If you put in the effort, you'll be an amazing realtor. 